everybody. It's uh, episode 20 on the Kinetic Coffee podcast. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Um, oh, my computer's freezing. Hopefully you can see me. I'm totally frozen right now. All right, I'm back. Hopefully, uh, there are no more tech issues for the rest of this podcast. Okay, today's uh, title is What Are You Training For? And I will dive into that uh, as we go here. Um, but first, just a couple of little little updates. Um, the, other, the other night, uh, my wife Katie surprised me with... Um, uh, a date night and she had, didn't tell me what we were doing. This is the type of thing that we used to do uh, when we first started dating. And so I had no idea what it was. I thought like, you know, maybe we'll try ax throwing or, or, you know, I was looking at the avalanche schedule. I was kind of hoping my, my penguins were in town, but uh, I mean, well, they're not doing that good anyway, but uh, anyway, not going to go off on the penguins right now. Um, the, anyway, we, we go downtown, we're um, getting dinner, and I'm wondering what we're going to do. What are we going to do? We get on the Lime scooters, and we head to the front of where we're going, and it's uh, it's the improv, uh, improv studio. So we did an improv class, and it was super fun. It was totally right up my alley. Um, so And for, for a lot of people, I think they get really apprehensive about um, the thought of improv because it's getting on stage and being put on the spot, but it was, there was some of that, but, uh, so that's the type of thing that I just eat up. I love. And Katie, her personality is a little bit different from mine. So she was super nervous. It was way out of her comfort zone, but then it was very, very well led, uh, with the games and stuff like that. So she ended up having a great time too, but it was really cool that she surprised me with that. Just knowing how much that I would like it. And, uh, I would do it all the time. Uh, those of you guys that know me, I, uh, I think I could get into that pretty easily and have it be one of my things. But anyway, um, so it was a blast. And if any of you guys are like me out there, uh, you probably like it a lot. Um, maybe if your personality a little bit more like Katie's, you're a little more apprehensive about doing something like that. Um, I still recommend doing it because it's good to be out of your comfort zone um, with things um, week to week. So um, just little stuff. Uh, going on in the gym, um, committed club. Uh, I'm not going to read off the names again because people are getting closer and closer, but we only have a couple days left in the month to get on to that. And uh, I'll, of course, announce it uh, in the newsletter and 
on the podcast again next week. But if you're close to your 15 sessions this month, let's get them in. I know a lot of people have been sick, so maybe they're not going to make it and that's okay. Um, you guys can go back and review my podcast that I did weeks ago about if you should train when you're sick. Um, generally the answer is just no. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, shout outs to just people doing their plus sets this week. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, um, we're doing a strength program that is almost done actually at the gym and we're using plus sets. It is not Wendler. Um, it's a much better, more thought out program than Wendler. Wendler's great. I'm not knocking it, but, uh, it, it, it's not as good in the, the group setting that we're using. So if you're, if you're a diehard Wendler fan, that's, that's great. I'm not, I'm not talking any smack. Um, but people think plus sets, they think Wendler and that's not what we're doing. So, um, anyway, just shout outs to people crushing it in those all week. Um, people even getting on level method levels, uh, when it's not even a testing cycle. So that's pretty cool. So for next week in the group program, um, we are deloading again, but uh, this time it's a little bit different because even though we're deloading from some of the heavy barbell stuff, we are uh, still going to have a pretty tough week as far as conditioning goes. So some of the, some, some of the stuff, the, the intensity levels are just a little bit higher. Um, some of the more classic functional fitness style uh, training sessions will be on next week. So I don't recommend coming all the days. I think that's way too much. Uh, for those of you guys that have been consistent on the strength cycle, you could you could do four or five days depending on how you're feeling. I don't recommend that anybody does six. Uh, if you haven't been consistent, then three to four days is, is probably perfect for you for next week. So um, once again, we have swag. We got hoodies just like this we have uh raglans we got tees we can get any size so it just uh i know we only have displayed a few of them but we can get any size so okay topic of the day is what are you training for okay so let's just start off by talking about why most people just start at the gym you know they uh when they come to us they not always they typically they want to progress their fitness or advance their fitness in some way. So here's what I mean. If somebody's just starting out, they are probably going to go to the rec center. They might get a global gym membership. They might start doing something. They might be, you know, riding the elliptical for three months or something like that. Or, or maybe they're, they're trying something more low barrier to entry, but they do want like a group style, but they don't want the global gym. So maybe they're, you know, in uh, orange theory uh, or something like that. So, um, Generally, we get the people that have been doing that for three to six months and they've decided that they want something more scientific, something more progressive, something more well thought out, and then they'll they'll end up at our gym. Um, that's like I said, that's typical, but not always the case. Sometimes we get fresh beginners and they're um, a little bit nervous. I actually prefer when we get fresh beginners because they don't have preconceived notions that um, they shouldn't squat a certain number of reps and sets, or they don't have, uh, a lot of technique preconceptions, <clears throat> etc. So, okay. So we're getting somebody either brand new to fitness or they're progressing their fitness. Either way, they're going to have certain goals. 
most of them, when people start, are purely aesthetic. Uh, they don't want to do bodybuilding. They know that because they've seen what bodybuilding looks like and they're scared to look like that. Uh, so they found functional fitness or CrossFit uh, through some path and they, they end up at our gym hoping that they can get some pretty good results with limited time spent in the gym. So while those goals are great and I absolutely accept those from beginners, um, as you guys know that are that are current members of mine, we do uh, strategy sessions very, very frequently and we want you to advance and we want to be focusing on certain things throughout the year. So what are you training for? That question, it shouldn't always be the same necessarily. So if you start off, you just want to lose some weight, you want to feel better, you want to be stronger. Great. All of those are subjective goals and they're fine for a beginner. But for somebody looking to progress their fitness, if they say they want to get stronger, I'm going to ask something like, cool, how much do you squat? Or if they're an athlete and they want to uh, increase their vertical leap, uh, I'll probably also still ask how much they can squat, uh, but I'm also going to test their vertical leap and we'll design a, a program just for them. Um, but this this question, it's not always the same is, is, is my point here. Um, so let's use me, for example. When I started down this path of fitness, uh, you know, I'm I'm getting out of my back brace. I'm like in pain, I'm told I should never squat or deadlift. And the only things that make me feel better are squatting and deadlifting. And that's great. But my goal was to move again. I didn't know that I could do any, any level or semblance of, of real fitness. I was just hoping to, uh, not be on the couch taking Oxycontin anymore. Right. So, but, but I quickly found out that I could, and then I, I got back into playing hockey. And then the goal was to, to be strong enough to basically murder anybody in a corner battle. And that was cool. I would, I would go into corners and because I had the advantage of squatting and doing some power cleans and stuff like that, I was able to overpower people bigger than myself. Um, okay. So then what happens after I get done playing, I'm just, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel with the beer leagues. That's not enough, uh, for something to train for. So, um, I, I sort of, uh, I get kicked out of a globo gym and for Olympic weightlifting. And then I find CrossFit and I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And, uh, the, these, these CrossFitters, they train all these things and they, then they go to the CrossFit games. This is like, you know, Oh eight when, Basically, if you heard about the CrossFit games, you could go to the CrossFit game. Uh, it, that's an exaggeration. There were still great athletes there, but it was it was much easier barrier to entry. So I'm like, okay, well, that's a cool way to I could compete at that. That's awesome. I I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to compete at CrossFit. And then there there I go. There's my what am I training for? There's my why. Go down that road for a little bit. Decide, you know what, CrossFit's great, but I actually love. Olympic weightlifting, the thing that got me kicked out of the Globo gym in the first place, the thing that got me to find what a CrossFit gym was, I like putting on a singlet and lifting crap over my head. So I'm going to push this. So that's what I'm training for. And then, you know, becoming a business owner, things change. It's like, yeah, I probably don't need to compete in weightlifting, but I like to do it. And I feel like I can't 
go up the stairs without breathing heavily. So I need to do a little bit more conditioning or CrossFit and I kind of blend it. And what, what becomes my why? Well, then I have kids. So as you can see, this whole thing is a progressive journey. And at certain points in this journey, I can really push fitness or whatever the thing is that I'm training for. And at other points in my journey, I'm pushing other things like, uh, We've gone through this big rebrand with the gym. That's been my focus this last year. The focus has been keeping our babies alive. And now um, I'm getting back to training again. And I'm a solid uh, three days a week of strength training and a, a little bit of conditioning in between. But right now, the goal, what am I training for, is to get my strength back up to about 90% of what it once was. And I'm hoping to keep it there. And uh, that goal takes consistency all the goals that I just talked about do. But if I didn't have it in my head, what I was training for or my why, nothing would drive my training. And this is why I wanted to talk about this today, because I think a lot of you guys suffer from this. You come in, you fall in love with, maybe you're untrained. You fall in love with group CrossFit or group uh, training because you're going to get exposed to new skills and you're going to get a lot better very, very quickly. And it's fun. And you don't really know what you're training for, but Hey, these other people are doing this and they're telling me what to do. And this is how I get better. Cool. I'm, I'm going to go do, do that stuff. But it's very shallow. It's very empty because it's not driven by you right now. You can use group training to get to your goals, but if you're just, you know, like following in my footsteps or one of the coaches footsteps, that's, that's a good start. But, Ultimately, it's not what we want. We want to figure out exactly what you are training for, and we're going to reverse engineer it back to what you should be doing today. So you guys know this concept I've been talking about is, what do you want to do when you're 100? And usually the joke that people respond with is, I'm not going to live to 100. And I'm like, well, why? You know, why not? We have, we have pretty good medical care. You know, there's a lot of better research on things like Alzheimer's. The thing that causes most people, as you know, to go to the nursing home is not being able to wipe their own ass. That that could be the initial part of what you are training for is to wipe your own ass when you're 85. But, but what do you want to do when you're 100? So for me, I want to be able to deadlift uh, like 75 pounds when I'm 100 years old. OK, so why? Well, I want to pick up shit off the floor and that's that's all good. And, you know, a deadlift is. Just picking a pen up off the floor, but I want to I want to be a strong hundred year old guy, right? So what do I have to do? I have to make sure that I have perfect technique right now, and there's a number that I need to hit to reverse engineer it, just based on classic sarcopenia and the what happens to the muscles in the body as it ages, you know, and and, and a lot of these studies are are bogus because they were done on the sedentary population. Let me back up for a second. Sarcopenia is uh, the rate that one experiences in muscle loss as they age. Um, it generally starts to happen after age 35 or 40. A sedentary person would lose uh, 5 to 10% per year uh, till they die, which is, is totally inaccurate when you're talking about somebody active. Uh, so anyway, so how do I reverse engineer it? Do I need to be deadlifting 800 pounds right now to be able to uh, deadlift 100 pounds when I'm 100? Probably not. But if I don't have really good technique and if I'm not lifting enough right now to maintain a certain assembly of strength, it's not going to work. 
So, um, okay. You guys that have purely aesthetic goals and you keep telling yourself that just because you came to the gym, you can go back and use your crappy nutrition habits and you can drink alcohol and all these things. Tell you what, guys, the older you get, the less you can get away with poor nutrition and drinking alcohol all the time as part of your daily and weekly uh, routine. So uh, why am I talking about this? Because I still get this. All these years later, uh, people want to come in and they think that they can out-train their, their crappy diet. And I understand, guys, like I could just all of you parents out there, you know what Katie and I just went through. She's still pumping. She's still breastfeeding. I'm just the assist. And it's like, yeah, we let our nutrition go for sure. And now we're, we're getting back on track. But the, your nutrition fuels your whole thing. So if your why is to, to do this certain thing, it requires you to make decisions every single day as part of that end goal. If the decisions that you're making every single day don't support that end goal, then you're lying to yourself about your why. You don't give a crap about it. Okay, so this is the real sort of come to Jesus moment that I wanted to get to in this podcast is it's not a sacrifice to come train for an hour or eat a salad if your real true goal is this other thing that requires that as a vehicle for it. It's just what you do. Okay, you just eat lean meats. You just don't eat, you know, freaking fried foods and nasty margarine on your hot wings and stuff like that if your goal is aesthetic in nature if it's not aesthetic it, it just truly doesn't matter what you eat you can do a lot in the gym uh, from a performance standpoint and eat complete garbage but it's not going to support good health so but I, what i am talking about this is because most people still have aesthetic goals even though they may bob and weave through the stuff that i've been talking about so um, even if their goal is to gain weight, there's still a healthy way to do that. And I, I would know I've, I've done it the most unhealthy way possible and I've done it the healthy way too. And, uh, you feel better doing it the healthy way. So what are you training for is the question that you have to ask yourself and then analyze that. And are you lying to yourself? Is it something, are you telling yourself that you're training for something that is not really in line with uh, your your true why, your true reason for being, and is it is the lifestyle not supportable or or not you're not able to do the lifestyle required for your goal? So if your goal, which hopefully this isn't your goal because we're not in bodybuilding, if your goal was to get to eight percent body fat and you eat ribeye every day. And you can't not eat ribeye every day. That's that's a bad goal because that's not a sustainable lifestyle for the thing that you want. If your goal is to win the Spartan race and it's cold outside and you don't run because it's cold outside, you are not doing the thing that you need to do to complete your goal. Running when it's cold outside is not a sacrifice if your goal is to win the Spartan race. Running when it's cold outside is just part of your day-to-day -day life. So point of the podcast is to make sure that you, every little choice that you make throughout your day, every single day, every single week, 
every single month is in alignment with what you're training for. And if it's not, then you need to change what you're actually training for. And I've done this a lot in the strategy sessions where somebody wants to squat 500 and they're coming to the gym twice a week and they refuse to do assistance work for whatever the weak point of their squat is. Not in alignment. We got to change the goal. So maybe maybe your goal now is to squat, you know, something like 315. And you could probably do that with a, with a fairly weak core uh, in relation to the type of core strength that you would need to squat 500. So um, anyway, the the point of this is not to discourage people from their goals, but the point of it is to be realistic with the lifestyle adjustments that you need to make to support what you've said that you're training for. Okay. And if I see any inconsistencies and you're asking me why you're not making progress towards your goal, and I ask you, did you do X, Y, or Z? And you say, well, no, excuse this, excuse that. Well, but I can't, I would, but this thing happened. Like all of that stuff is not in alignment with what I'm trying to do is whatever you're training for, reverse engineer it so that your day-to-day choices are are in alignment. So anyway, guys, I hope you took this to heart. I hope some of you schedule a strategy session with me, or if you're listening to this and you're not, uh, you're not one of my athletes, shoot me a DM. I'd be happy to, to chat with you on the phone about what you're training for. Even if you're across the country, see if I can help, uh, crystallize your view just a little bit. Talk to you guys soon.